Hello, beautiful human. Thank you so much for allowing us into your ears today. We are about to talk with Lubalin. He is a viral sensation. You're going to really understand this person, how he creates, who he is, where he's from. There's just a lot to discuss. He is something else. Long texts. Sending long texts. Uh, um, please subscribe to our podcast. Share it with those you care about. And yeah, I appreciate you giving us time today. Let's do it. Yo. Hey, how's it going? What's going on? What's up? What's up? Oh, you know, just living. How are you? (laughs) Uh, I am good. I'm uh, a little nervous. I'm really, really stoked about this. What? Wait, oh, okay, you're. You, don't be nervous. Uh, <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, one, your your people are on the line too because you have people now. Like, th- yeah. is that like a weird thing to grasp, dude? <laughs> it's very strange. It's very strange, especially for a person who kind of has always been the like do it myself guy uh, and always wanted to like control. Like, it's it's a very weird feeling. Well, and the truth is creatively, and by the way, let's just jump in. It, it, hi, sure. beautiful human. It's Zach. Hello. <laughs> it's Dan, and we got Lubalin from Canada. Yo. You are in Canada, well, right? The Great White Yeah, Man? in Canada. That's right. Yeah, Montreal. What is it? like? Okay. We'll get to being a pride of an incredible country in a second, but creatively, you do everything yourself. You There's mm-hmm. like – I expected to see other credits and other things like that, and uh, that's not true. It's like long text is just you, right? Yeah. I mean, my part, I bounce everything off my partner. Like she's the kind of, you know, and I bounce everything off my managers as well. And we okay. kind of do feedback and stuff, but yeah, I, I, I do the, the stuff. Yeah. And your partner is like a life partner, a, a relationship, a significant other. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. How long has she been in your life? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> nine years. Oh, Eight whoa. years, nine years, something like that. So pre-fame, which is very good. Yes, yeah, yeah. And my managers are—I've been with for about a year, which is also pre-fame. So that's nice as well. So yeah. okay, okay, is anybody surprised by what's going on right now? <laughs> yeah, everyone's. I mean, I, I think uh, no one could have seen this coming. I think everyone thought like, "Hey, it's gonna—you know—we're gonna build this over time, and, and it's gonna work eventually." Uh, I definitely don't think anyone thought it was going to happen like this. I definitely did it. What was your ideal path to success? And then we'll go over what, <laughs> what was the actual path now. What did you want? Um, honestly, I don't know what I want, like, ever. I kind of go through phases of wanting something. I have a, literally a song. It's like I don't even know what I want. <laughs> um, I kind of just, like, I'll, I'll want this thing. Oh, no, wait, I want that. Like, I, you know, so um, – I, I kind of just at some point was like, you know what, I'm going to do the stuff that I find exciting, the stuff that I think is fun and that I think has potential. I'm just going to keep doing that kind of stuff until something works. Uh, <laughs> and I guess I guess I got there. You know, I got to give you credit because so much credit. You I want to dive into both Internet drama and the work. And I don't want to say like you – it is your art, but you take the words of others and you bring it to life in in a way that like I didn't – I couldn't look at a Facebook conversation and think that was possible. But I feel like that is essentially your style. You're very conversational in lyrics and long text is very complicated of a song but also very simple and easy to understand and it's also a bop and makes you move. 
but you've been there and you've I've had that com- I have that conversation once a day in my head about the length of text messages that I'm both sending and receiving. So you you're very conversational in your music. Who brings the internet drama to you or do you stumble upon it and go there's a song here? Um so the first one was kind of like the spark. It was like I I saw it and I had been looking for something to turn into a song. And that's when I was like, okay, well, what if I turn this into a song? And then the second one, I kind of just remembered having seen. And I thought, if I remember it, it's probably pretty funny. So I just typed into Google, like, the words I could remember. And then since then, like, my partner and I have, like, had at least one session where we just sat down for, like, multiple hours and scoured the internet for content. Um, And it's kind of tricky. And we need to, like, spend more time doing it. But I'm also, like, I'm thinking... At first, I thought, oh, this is going to be, like, forever. There's so much drama on the internet. But it's actually, like, finding a needle in a haystack. Because there's so much drama, it's hard to find the funny stuff. And it's hard to find something that has, like, the repetition and the structure to fit into a song. So I'm trying to find, like, other things to turn into songs. Do you find it where you've tried internet, like, different conversations on the internet, and it just didn't work as a song, so you had to scrap it? Um, So far, I... Somehow, like, usually I'm the kind of person who has to, like, start over, like, three times before I, like, hit the thing that I like. And so far, every single one of these has been, like, one shot. And it's just, like, whatever it was, it became... It went all the way to 100. So, I... Yeah. But usually it's not like that. Yeah, so long text. Did you have to restart that song three times? I think... Well, what's crazy is... So, the... The sample in the beat is a song that I made, I don't even remember when, that I was specifically intending to, like, chop up. And I think I probably chopped... Usually when I chop a sample, the first time sucks. And then the second time or the third time is where I, like, figure out, like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's a vibe. So there's that. And then... Oh, yeah. And actually, the chorus wasn't on that song. Um, It was just two verses. There was no chorus. And then, like, months later... I was like, this thing needs a hook. And that's when I took that long text lyric and I started shouting it into the mic. And that's like a one shot thing where I can't do it again. Like, there's no way for me to like, that's paint on the wall. Like, that's that's just the way it is. You know, you can't match that energy again. No, I could try. I can I can I can like get I tried to retrack it because I thought, oh, maybe I could do it better. Um, But it's it just doesn't feel right. So maybe it's just that I'm used to it. But like, yeah. What does that, I mean, like, maybe other, like, in the moment when you're like, maybe I scream here and repeat this here, like, did you think that was a creative risk at all? Like, you have to learn something from that move clearly paying off. Absolutely. I mean, I have been, so I don't see myself as, like, a singer. I see myself as, like, a producer who uses his voice because I have to, like, cut together, like, 60 takes to get something. Um, So... I, but I had been like exploring different parts of my voice and kind of trying to get better at it and like practice every day and like vocal exercises and stuff. Um, and so, and I was just starting to like figure out how to get up there, like the belting. And it's like not quite there, but it's almost like maybe it's like a young thug kind of tone. I think he does it way better than me, but like, um, and so I knew it was a risk, but I, I kind of just like to f- around. I, I like to, I like to do things that I don't think will work. And most of them get thrown out, but then every now and then you have one that sticks and and it's really exciting. But you can't be afraid to do what you know might not work, you know? Exactly. You got to try. You have to try. That's my my favorite thing is just sitting in here and doing real dumb that I know if someone was in here watching, 
that they'd be like, what are you doing, dude? Like, I like to spend hours just doing stuff that's going to suck because I know that's how you get the weird, cool stuff. You know, there's no other way. But it all works somehow. Like, long text really does, as weird as it may be, it resonates. It's in my head. I feel understood by the song. Like, it, it checks off every box that I look for in listening to an original record. Truly. That's sick. That's sick. That's a huge compliment. Thank you. Honestly, I was surprised. At first, I was like, what the f*** is happening? Like, I didn't expect it coming from internet drama to that. And it just, yeah, it yeah resonates. What was the long text that inspired that song in the first place? Uh, so I was actually, uh, it wasn't me. I was on a Greyhound bus and I was, it's like, I'm traveling at night from the city that I was born in back to the city I live in now. And um, I always get like in a like a melancholy vibe when I'm on the Greyhound. It's just kind of like a thing. And I had Blonde by Frank Ocean playing and I'm just like in my feelings. And I, I don't like traveling, but once I'm traveling, I'm like, all right, this is, this is a vibe. And uh, across the aisle, I see someone's phone and I can't see what they're saying. Like it's too far, but I can see these huge text bubbles. And I just thought like, that's a vibe. Like I've been there. And so I just quickly jotted down, like sending long text, getting long text back. So do you enjoy making songs that are not about you? Yeah. Wait, like I'm, I used to write very personal songs. Um, and they're, they're still personal. Like they're still, they still resonate with me and they still have truth, but I, I kind of like, um, it's, it feels like it's hard to say the thing. The thing about personal songs is there there's real people. And when those songs come out, then you got to deal with that. Or you're, you know, making, maybe making people feel certain ways. It's just like conversations that have to be had. Whereas if I can like be watching twin peaks and just like feel the vibe between two characters and just like, you know, we're still empathizing when we watch a TV show, you're still, you are the protagonist. Right. So I still, it's kind of still me cause it's my interpretation or my, my experience of that. And then if I can channel that into a song, that's always more exciting to me for now. But also that's what's been working, right? Correct me if I'm wrong there. Like clearly you, which, you know, art comes from two places, right? Within and then what you witness and then you turn it into art. Clearly people enjoy being like looking through your lens essentially, whether it be about some person getting long text on a Greyhound bus or it's a random Facebook conversation that you happen to stumble upon. Yeah, I mean, that's really dope. Like to me, art is curation more than creation like to me it's it's more about like how you what you choose and what you assemble so yeah that's really dope well what when you're looking for these conversations in the internet drama series what what exactly are you looking for because we could all go on facebook right now and see a thousand conversations but how do you pick which ones stick out to you um that's like a such a good question and honestly i hesitate to make the assumption that i know because the truth is i had lots of doubts about the first one and I had lots of doubts about the second one and lots of doubts about the third and the fourth, like all of them are a little different. And I'm always like, I don't know. I don't know if this will work. I don't know if this will connect the same way. Um, I, I would say that I'm looking for something that isn't too harsh. Like, like sometimes it's, it's, it's really funny, but it's just like brutal a little bit. And, uh, like if you keep reading the Helen Caroline conversation, like if you find the original and you keep going, it gets really catty. Um, which could have been funny, but I kind of want to keep it soft and bouncy kind of like I, I don't want it to be too aggressive. Um, the other thing I try to look for is like repetition. 
Um, one thing that I want to bring back that kind of wasn't in the last two is like uh, typos. I think it, people love when I sing the typos as is, and I got to bring that back for sure. Uh, but yeah, no, it's kind of tough. Yeah. How do you build production around it? Do you go based on the tone of the conversation or do you feel like the production sets the tone as opposed to the, the words being typed? So usually the first thing I do is find the part that I think is going to be the funniest to set to music. And I try to kind of play around with chords and melodies and I'm just trying to make myself laugh. So if I, if either I'm trying to sing the emotion that's in there or I'm like, what if this was the emotion that they said it with kind of thing to like to add, either adding to it or emphasizing. And if I can make myself laugh, then that's like that part. And then I'll kind of like build the rest out like harmonically and, and melodically. And then that kind of informs the production where you're like, oh, maybe it should crescendo. Maybe it should get big here. And uh, yeah, so that's kind of the that's kind of the flow. Do, do they get writing credit on these songs? Do you have to tell them that it's coming? Like what is... Yeah, what's the rule on that? Because clearly they supplied the lyrics, right? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, to me, I I see it as like a parody, you know. So I'm 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 thinking of it that way. I I uh, I I mean, it's hard to kind of find these people to begin with, right? Like that. Usually, when I find them, the names are already blocked out and stuff. Um, so yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know how to approach that part. I leave that to my my people. <laughs> Your people, you you, they'll deal with that. Um, yeah. Wow, it's pretty amazing. Uh, but also that, like, I, you, you call it a parody, right? But they sound like they don't sound like a parody. But isn't that a good parody? I think so. I think to me, the the the, the kind of like the essence of it was like, can I take something stupid and trick people to, into thinking it's it's beautiful, or as my mom would like to say, it like uh, bringing the beauty out in it. Uh. Wow. You can look at it both ways. Yeah. yeah, I choose your moms because that's you – know, <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I'm sure you've had this conversation with yourself and other people, but the whole like how do I avoid being just the funny guy on TikTok and, and like not the actual musician? So how do you deal with that? Man, that's a great question too. I, I, at first well, – well, first of all, like I – I want when I came up with the concept, I was like, let's use my skills so that if this does work, although I never imagined it would work like this, but if it works a little bit, you know, then I can maybe bring people over to the music. It won't be such a like disconnect. It'll make sense. And that actually has proven right. Like I, even before long text, when people were just kind of clicking the link in my bio randomly, they were like, you know, comments on YouTube, like we found you through Internet drama, but like this song means a lot to me. So there's that. Um, which makes me feel like, yeah, no matter what, like we're going to be fine. Cause there's going to be that core of, of people who, who love it. Um, and then the other thing is like the, the, some of the responses, like, you know, we, uh, you know, someone's like going through a hard time, uh, you know, someone's like, this is the darkest time of my life. And this video made me laugh, made me smile, um, and really helped me. And so it's like, okay, like it's not, I'm not, it's not just the funny guy. Like in, in a sense, it's, it was like, oh, this mad, this means something to people. I didn't realize how much it would mean to people. And so that's really motivating. And so just from that angle, I'm like, you know, even if I am that guy, that that's great. That's amazing. But I, I feel like, you know, what, like, especially with some of the music we have like brewing now and some of the visuals we want to put together, like, I feel like the port is going to like happen. And then it's going to be like, oh, he's not just a funny guy. He's also cool with the art 
music stuff. And I think it's because you 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 bring the the love and the art out of these conversations, and because it doesn't necessarily sound like a parody. Like there's in my head, there's clearly an internet parody. You know, Bart Baker type deal. I don't want to put Weird Al in that list because Weird Al, like, dude, he made his songs sound like really great songs. I mean, White and Nerdy still right. sits with me today. Um, right. So he's not in that category. But, like, in the internet lane, like, you know, people like Bart Baker, it was, like, very cheap. It was very, like, kitschy. It was almost done, like, like I feel like he did it with chalk, you know, like, that you would write on <laughs> the pavement with. There's an eloquent and there's a, there's there's just a higher standard to the the, the the pieces you put out and the production is intricate and filled with emotion and yeah, it just makes you feel and it makes you laugh and it brings out any emotion, which a range of different emotions. And I think a lot of that, yeah, it's from the lyrics, but your production is absolutely incredible. Thank you. I find it interesting that you call yourself a producer. You're not, you don't see yourself as a singer or, but you said that's changing a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I'm working on it now. I'm getting more confident with it, but like, you know, I, I think about like the singers that I think about who can just like on command, like to just sing. And what to, to me, it's like if I didn't get like, you know, three weeks to practice it, the, the, I'm not even singing the notes like it, it, like there's not like I'm, you know, but then once I can practice it, once I can, you know, build it up and I also have like some different tricks, like sometimes I like to record a little bit slower and then speed it back up. Like I'm cheating, you know, but to me, it's because like my art is the final record, not the performance necessarily or the way the performance has been processed. Yeah, it makes me so happy to see that people are making the move, the migration from TikTok to your Spotify or to your Apple Music or to your YouTube, which, by the way, we have links in the description below for all of it. You should listen awesome. to long text because I really think that the song's a hit, dude. I mean, I'm gonna play it Thank on the you. video, so I, I think it's great. Wow. I think it's really good. Um, and it, uh, and your other music was great too. It was really refreshing, and a part of me was very nervous because the truth is, a lot of times, like you, you, you get people on TikTok that blow up, and you see what they already have out there. It's like, uh, but <laughs> this, like, you're a real artist, and you've been doing this for a long time, and this just happened to be your vehicle to mainstream yeah. ears. Thank you so much. It's cool. It's awesome. It, it you know. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's amazing. Do you realize how famous you are? <laughs> I mean, I think like for a while like every day a new thing would happen that I was like, am I that guy now? Um, so I don't think I know. I like I mean I mean I was, I'm still in my little apartment. I'm still using the same I'm still like do it like I, the only difference is like there like there was a week where we did like 24 interviews like there was a day where we did 12 back to back and i was like my mind was mush and now i'm like starting to get used to the like interviews which is but like there's like differences like that or like who's in my dms like it, it used to be like some random person that i've never heard of like yo do you want to collab and now it's like a like huge name is like hey nice work want to so like there's like weird things like that i can't say yet but i oh, like, get I out want of town i was on the list of people in his dms <laughs> i you know i was uh I, I didn't crack through it took me it took me a while yeah there's so many messages and like i i'm like i scroll through them and i just get like overwhelmed i'm like oh my god like even when they're sorted by like the number of followers or whatever and you're and you just look and it's just like there's all these people and i'm just like i I don't know. I, I don't know. So yeah, I'm sorry. And I didn't know. I, Cause I be, like, once I found out, once I saw you on my calendar, I like checked out some interviews. I was like, Oh, this is going to be sick. Like I'm super stoked. 
and like realize you were in my DMs. Yeah. But like you might, I mean, you get good people. I can, I can probably like throw people out like, uh, probably Jason Derulo is looking to do something. Um, like why, uh, I, you're, you're son of Canada. Why, why aren't more Canadians trying to reach out? would love to see Justin Bieber, Sean Mendez, uh, maybe Alessia Cara. Look at all, you really are a pride of Canada, a, a, a country that I think uh, I try to educate people as much as possible. You know, it's a country that really loves artists. They take care of artists. They give artists a lot of opportunity. Uh, here in America, it's like go to TikTok and, and fight to the death. Uh, in Canada, they don't even, you know, if you're a user on Instagram, they don't show like you, you, you don't have to show your like count or you don't show your like count to people. It's for mental yeah. health purposes. The country is just great. Yeah. Wait. You, so you guys still see like counts in America? Oh my gosh. Yes. I thought that changed everywhere. No. When that changed, I was so relieved. I was like, thank God. Isn't the whole country of Canada doesn't have that? Because I know I can still see likes, but some of my friends can't. It's like yeah. half and half here in America. It's the whole country. Okay. I've, been, I've been trying to start uh, just the conversation of like, give people the option to not show the like total because people define, they, they align themselves with likes and that is not healthy. And it's not accurate. Your self-worth is not determined by the amount of likes you get on any platform, on any post. You are more than a f- social media microblog post or a hundred percent. Yeah, man. The the thing about social media that you got to understand, and it's something that like I'm, I clued into when I started studying TikTok is it's built for a specific kind of content, a specific form that that works really well. And there are amazing things, there are incredible things you can do that just won't work on social media. That doesn't mean they're not incredible. And there's incredible things you could do that won't work on TikTok. And there's really dumb things you could do that will work on TikTok. And there's incredible things you could do that'll work on TikTok. Like there's, and it, so it, like, it doesn't define you or the stuff you're doing. It just, all it says is more or less like you're meeting the, the, the checklist of what works on that particular platform. That's it. That, by the way, that's like the right way to look at it. And, and in some cases, people will get followers on TikTok and they won't have people go to their Spotify. You know, they won't have people migrate to their YouTube or to their Instagram. And, you know, then then eventually years go by and you become that person who plateaued at three million followers on TikTok. Like, what do you do? What's like, that's not your situation, but I feel like we're going to look at a world where there's going to be a lot of those people left over. And absolutely. Uh, it, it, because, dude, not everybody breaks. Not everybody makes it from one platform to the other. I mean, we saw it with Vine. So with Musical.ly, which, you know, is now TikTok. Um, yep. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's like, and I've been doing this for so long now, interviewing people and talking to artists of different types and seeing so many, rock, like, different cycles of fame and different crops of artists come through and how they broke. And I've never fully seen anything like TikTok because the algorithm was built to create random stars at different points of the country to essentially bring celebrities, like, there's more people that have millions of followers on TikTok than I think any other platform. There has to be. I wouldn't be surprised. TikTok is very strange. It's it's a completely di- the way that you can. I mean, literally, look at the beginning of December. I had eight followers, and now I have two point six million. <laughs> like the that no, that doesn't happen anywhere else. Right. Like it's, it's a slow build everywhere else. And like the fact that my video 
had like in three hours it had three million views the first internet drama like there's no other platform where that happens that's freaky you know i didn't know it was that quick i knew it was relatively quick because the truth is tiktok went on a a a algorithm spree the spring of 2020 when people were home come april like march april may they were just really april may they were plucking people and they were just like your video is going to go here. If you take comments and turn those into more videos, we're going to put you back on that that algorithm. I mean, they really they leaned into it and they built the platform where they kind of I don't think handpicked superstars, but they picked it. I didn't know you just started in December. So how long were you studying TikTok prior? Uh, I mean, like I've been consuming TikTok for probably two years, something like that. And I, and I kind of really got hooked, especially at the beginning, I was spending like hours a day, just like, it's like, it's addictive, right? Cause there's like these short nuggets and it also like, because the feed, it's like a mixed bag kind of, you're just, um, you're like, just hoping to find that next good one, you know, like, and then, so you can't stop until you find the next good one. And then once you find the next good one, you're like, yeah, one more, one more, you know? Um, so, and I think like that kind of like trained me in terms of my attention span, to where when I'm editing or when I'm storyboarding, I'm like, that's too long or like we're going to lose them or that's too confusing or whatever. Um, so I think I've been kind of studying it this whole time. But like um, I think like two three months ago is when I was like, let's look at the musicians on TikTok. And so every time I find a musician on TikTok, um, I go to their profile and I just find what their most successful videos are. And I try to kind of like take in like what did they do what was the structure how did they hook people how did they deliver um why does it work how many comments how many likes um maybe too analytical but i guess it kind of worked but you're not essentially take like structuring the art to fit that formula you're just figuring out the right way to present it that fits the formula does that make sense yeah i mean there's yeah it's it's not yeah maybe that's more true i mean there is some element of structure in that you need to start with the hook so like to me, for, for me, the hook is we're going to take something, turn it into a song. You want to see what happens kind of thing. And then if you deliver on that at a really high level, I guess it then like people go, oh, that's crazy. And then they send it to their friends. But you but if you don't get them in the first three seconds, if they don't understand what they're watching, I think they're out. Yeah. I mean, I'd have to try it. I'd have to do one without a title screen just to see because I don't really know. But yeah, don't do it. I mean, maybe. now. Yeah. Yeah. Deal. I, I got to stick to the formula now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't like. Do you ask yourself like, how much longer do I have to do internet drama for, or have you just already agreed that this could be a forever thing and there will be a internet drama volume two hundred and fifty in the year twenty forty two? Um, it's kind of hard to say because like they take like five to seven full days to do, which makes it hard to do anything else. And there's a lot of other stuff I want to do and have to do now, um, or I don't have to do it, but I, if I want to live, I guess, you know, um, and to like, keep this going. Uh, but yeah. So, so like, part of me is like, yeah, I'll keep going for a while. Part of me is like, let's, I I mean, I'm, I'm really hoping that with the music, we can make it to a point where I only got to do them when I want to. And then it's like, Ooh, cool. A new one. It's been a while, you know? Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. we got to strategize. Discover why critics are calling Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes the best film of the franchise. What a wonderful day! It's a jaw-dropping spectacle that demands to be seen on the biggest screen possible. I need to go. Hang on. 
It is our time. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Now playing only in theaters. Rated PG-13. Some material may be inappropriate for children under 13. By the way, I think that's a pretty good strategy because I always say uh, if you're too readily accessible, people will get like whatever. They're back again, mm. available again. Uh, the heart wants what it doesn't have, you know, and, <laughs> and the heart will want and the mind will want for something that made them feel good that they just can't always have at their fingertips a fresh one, I think. But you have to start that way. Do you get what I'm saying? Like if you train yeah. someone to expect it every week, then they're going to be like torture house when it's not there. Yeah, I mean, they're already – I mean, it's calmed down a little bit, but, like, for a while there, it was like, make another one, make another one, make another one. It was like, ruin chill. Well, make another one. Um, but, yeah, I, th- I, th- I think also, like, the fact that they're spaced apart like that helped their success because there's, like, no new one, so you got to go back to the old one and just rewatch that. And so it's, like, been getting stuck in people's heads, which, which is crazy. I, I love that idea that, like, people are walking around the house singing these stupid lyrics. So you said that it takes, like, five to seven days to make, like, a 45-second video. I know nothing about music or production. What takes so long? So um, first I come up with that melody and the chords and stuff. Then I start producing that. And like I, I break it into like steps, but really it's all kind of interweaved and happening back and forth at once. So like, so I come up with that, like the kind of the top line melody. Then I come up with the harmonies and stuff, and I'm adding drums and bass and whatever other instruments. Um, and then at some point I mix that song, so I kind of and master it. And then I have to storyboard the video, and then we shoot it together, my partner and I. And then I have to edit. Um, and then when we post it now, it's like, okay, caption, different captions on different platforms. Sometimes we like to write, um, comments on, on the different platforms so that there's like kind of more stuff to engage with and kind of just to add, I just always have more stuff to say, I feel like. Um, so it's like a pretty intense process. Even the day we post, it's like basically a full day of work. Cause then we're like answering people's comments and liking and trying to interact. So yeah. And taking the temperature too, like trying to feel like, did we forget? Like there's a video where I forgot closed captions and somebody was like, Oh, there's no closed captions. I was like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. And was able to like, so it's like, to me, it's really important to be there when you post, you know? So yeah, but yeah. No, it's hard because there's a lot of things that like, and it's both for the the people watching and for the algorithm, right? Like closed captions could throw you off. I mean, to me, it was like, just like a, my heart broke because I thought like, there's, I, I just don't like the idea that someone feels like they might be left out of the joke, you know? Uh, in that case, there was no words. It was just the lyrics of the song and they didn't really go with the story. And that's why I didn't really think to put them. But then I realized if you don't know, then you just don't know. So like, I, from now on, we're, we're doing closed captions. Yeah. You also did mention the spelling errors. And I do think that's one of the funniest things, how you said thanks wrong and the Chris, Christian lady. Did you ever like, was that, did you plan on doing that wrong? Or did you try once doing it correctly? And then you went back and you're like, well, it's spelled wrong. I might as well sing it wrong. Uh, to me, it was part of what made the graphic funny. So it was just like obvious. It was like, of course I have to sing it wrong. Um, it like seems like genius now, but I, I like, yeah, I, to me, it was just like the, just what I'm, yeah. I'm just going to sing what's on the page. Do you fear working with other people because what you have clearly works? Uh, I mean, I fear working with other people just in general as like an introvert, as like a, like, I'll do it myself. I don't, I have like a, I'm working on that, like trust issues in terms of like thinking like, oh, I, no one's going to 
care as much as me or whatever, which in some cases is fine. Like no one should care as much as me about things that are about me, I guess. But, uh, but yeah, it's just, so there's that kind of element to it. Um, but I'm also like really excited about the idea of working with other people. And I think, you know, music is, a is a social art form, you know, it's something we people make together. And, uh, and so I'm kind of stoked to start working on that, like practicing working sessions with people and kind of broadening that. And cause I think there's cool stuff that happens with other people that just doesn't happen when you're by yourself. Totally. Cause you don't know, like, but, but does that anxiety, I guess, or the, the fact that you're an introvert, keep you from answering those DMS from people who want to, get in the studio yeah i mean definitely i because I, I don't know it's like but then what are we gonna do and like do, i don't want to overcommit and disappoint people i'm like super afraid of disappointing people um yeah there's like a bunch of stuff that i just need to kind of like work out and and also like i'm just like so busy right now um with like all the stuff that's happening and trying to keep up and like i haven't even started on the next video and i feel like you know, I'm like scared of losing what we have. There's like all the stuff swirling in my head. And th so it feels like to commit to someone like, Hey, let's do a thing. Let's add another thing to my list. It's, and and then that, you know, the things I do for myself, I'm the one counting on me. So if I let myself down, that's cool. But if someone else is like waiting for me to finish a song with them or whatever, like it just feels so heavy. And, uh, yeah. So that's like, that's definitely huge component of it. Yeah. Don't carry the bag until, you know, the load is a little lighter so you can really, uh, give it your all. And, uh, yeah, cause it is, I mean, dude, I can't imagine like going into a studio with somebody you don't know and then trying to be creatively vulnerable. And, uh, that's like, you know, it's weird. It's weird. You know, you don't know these people and you don't know why they're there. And yeah, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And then also if I was you, I would never want to leave my apartment ever. I mean like every good, good song has come out of there. I would chain myself <laughs> to the brick wall. Yeah. I mean, there, there's definitely that kind of stick to the formula, you know, and, uh, well, just where the energy's right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, yeah, you definitely have to vibe with someone in order to be vulnerable. And like, like I was saying, like, I like to spend a lot of time doing, that doesn't work or that looks really dumb so if i go into the studio with like i don't know like you know and then i'm just like bah! and he's just like sitting there like oh, okay you know like i i don't uh i don't know so it's like how do i how do i take this the the things that i think are exciting and fun and then like somehow convince like just like let me be weird for like i don't know yeah well i think yeah i think maybe you go in with something already done and you're like i i was thinking about you for this yeah and then yeah. then they don't need to watch you make it you know n not everybody wants to see how the sausage is made you know mm -hmm. jason derulo has like tiktoks to do and trends to be on and you know 100 percent, absolutely yeah and that but that's the other blessed thing about like like it don't get me wrong covid-19 is awful and there's been awful things but one of the like positive things for me has been that no one expects me to leave my apartment right now which is that's like is how i want it to always be how was it working with jimmy fallon and allison Brie then that was super cool that was super super cool i mean i got the email um at night and i i like just freaking out it's just like it's just like from tonight show hey we want to do a, a, an internet drama with Jimmy Fallon and someone else that ended up being Alison Brie. I'm just like, what? Like, like that was like one of those, like, wait, am I at that point now? Kind of things. 
um yeah and that was like so chill like they they were like i brought them the demo track which luckily i had already started on a new on the blue cheese one um because they were like in a rush so i was like oh here like this is you know and um they loved it and they wanted it to like stay my vision they're like we don't want you to feel like taking this out of your hands um they were so nice so encouraging and supportive like yeah amazing so were you sitting there telling Jimmy Fallon what to do? Like, hey, this is how I want you to sing this line. And Allison, this is how I want you to sing this line. Um, not directly. Um, but, uh, but, but in the emails, I like, gave some direction. But honestly, like um, Allison Bree, like actually well, all of them knocked it out of the park. I mean, these guys are pros, you know? Yeah. So like, but, but even then they like surpassed my expectations. Um, but they kind of like just brought their own to it like uh in terms of the storyboard and stuff like they ended up just doing their thing because we just didn't have time to kind of flesh it out and they nailed i mean they were like do you want jimmy to wear wigs and i was like yeah i want jimmy to wear wigs like that's amazing um but yeah yeah and then like when we got the footage and we got to see it like my partner and i watched it together and we were like screaming like yeah it was really fun well how crazy is it that well maybe did you produce the whole thing yourself like did they send you their vocals and you put it together yeah yeah so i made the, um, so I had the demo that I sent them and then they were like, that's cool. And then, so what I did was I split it into like the instrumental, the vocals that Jimmy needed to sing, the vocals that Allison needed to sing and then send that to them. And then they kind of did their part separately. They sent me the vocals back and then we like mixed that into the record. Yeah. Well, I'm so crazy. Like two months ago, you have no followers and now you're sitting in your home studio mixing vocals with Allison Bree and Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of surreal. Like it's, it's so like to this day like when when jimmy comes in with blue cheese like that kills me um and then like the moment where like allison breeze like vibing in the rap part like still just like it's just like what? yeah how many internet dramas do you have in motion right now or, or do you have none uh i have like a folder of potential screenshots but honestly there's probably only like three good ones at the moment so like we got to do research and they're all like single character i have one that has two characters maybe but like i don't know so i we need to do research yeah like there's there's not there's work to be done do you want people to send in facebook conversations that they stumble upon or would you rather be the ones to to mine it what's the process there can you call Um, public i mean yeah the the people have been sending a lot. Um, some of them are really funny. Actually, I think one of them's made my list. Um, I'm like so picky, but I, and again, I don't even know if I should be this picky. Like maybe I should just do different ones. Um, but, um, I don't know. But the, then like a lot of people are sending like just like regular seeming conversations that aren't funny. And I, like, I'm so there's a kind of like a mixed bag. So I'm like worried. I, I don't want to be like call for submissions. Cause I feel like, it's just going to be wading through a lot more. Like, like one of the things about the ones we chose is they had already been like the one on Reddit had lots of upvotes. So we know it's funny. Like that, that's like the other thing. Like I started with things that were already proven to work on the internet. Like that's part of the formula. The last question I had was have companies come to you wanting to work with you? I feel like brands would just be throwing themselves at you. Like make a fake conversation including our brand name sing about this sing about that and like you really could benefit off of it i assume right yeah the the inbox definitely has a lot of stuff like that um that we're kind of sifting through now and trying to like figure out how to do it and figure out like what we like 
you know, there's, there's just like, there's like certain brands that are just like literally like awful that I don't want to work with. Um, they're just like crooks or whatever. Like, but, uh, <laughs> but then there's like other brands where it's like more on the fence. So I got to figure out like that. And then like, I mean, yeah, I think that's like, it's going to be a huge thing for me. And so like, we got to figure out how, well, how, how to navigate that. Are you also worried about it jeopardizing the legitimate art that you're creating? Because yes, you're doing parody stuff, but like, you know, Ariana Grande isn't doing a bunch of, you know, influencer endorsements. J- Justin Bieber isn't really, you know, pushing fit tea. So mm-hmm. uh, there is a balance, right? Between being seen as somebody who is just an internet personality and then somebody who could eventually put on a live stage show and sell out an arena. I mean, that, that would be crazy if I, if I could take it there. Um, but in the, yeah, I mean, never say never. Yeah. I, I mean, it, I, I could see it. I mean, you know, like it, maybe, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. It's, it's tricky, man. I, I um, well, I, it's a, there's a lot of thinking to do. Yeah. What would you do? I, I would love to like, I'm ta- let's take in some advice. Like what, what do you well, think the, I should do? I, th- well, I, Dan can go in a sec, but I think you make legitimate art. So I would try to preserve that at all costs. And I would take on brands that only, align with your vision for yourself in the next 10 or 15 years, as opposed to like a quick paycheck in the moment, because I think your art is going to be able to pay the bills. You know, I mean, it'd be different if like your music and then I'd be like, no, you need to bank on this right now. And this is your time. Like your, your window is a year from December and you just got to go. But my gut is saying, and based on what I've heard that like, this is so not that. Um, So, you know, I think you should just look at brands that align with who you are and what you strive to be and aspire to be, as opposed to just going for quick paychecks and then focus on, you know, allowing your genuine art to, because it really, I'm telling you, it's good stuff, you know, and that's where your time and energy should be. And, you know, why give eight days of creative space to some the brand for, you know, when you could be, be, be making another song that could generate way more than that? Yeah. Yeah, man. That that's and that's like a question I ask myself too. Like when I'm looking at these things, I'm like, okay, I'm I'm hot now. Maybe I should just get as many of these as I can and just like set all that money aside so that then I can just keep doing my thing, you know? Maybe that's the so, right move too. I mean, I, I yeah. You're right. Like because it is that you could make all this money now and then just go and then just you have all the freedom. Um Maybe. Well, yeah. Well, what I was going to say is you look at someone like Drake, you know, he just did a Super Bowl commercial with State Farm. You know, he can go on the Internet or SNL and make a goof like a fool of himself. But then when Drake puts out music, people still look at Drake, the serious musician. So there, I think there is a lane where you could do both. I mean, Drake perfected it in a way. Justin right. Timberlake has done that, too. You know, he has his goofy side and his Justin Timberlake music side. Isn't this the balance, though? Like, you know, Drake is not only putting out commercials. You know, Drake is not like, you know, influencers only push out content that is paid for, right? Even David Dobrik, right. to a sense, everything he does is, is there's, there's a brand that has brought that to life with a paycheck. Um, and there's a commercial worked in there. So, you know, I don't know. And because your art is so unique, like, you don't want to make songs for every brand. <laughs> Like, you know, don't you yeah. want to just give that to a few or a couple or those who deserve? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's tri- I mean, yeah. And then part of me is also like, you know, do I give them my like 100 percent or can we do 90, 95 
and then that's good enough. We get her done. We get the bag. And then we take that money and we make something awesome where no one else has say. And it's just me and my creative friends doing some like crazy video. I love that. I like that energy yeah. because then you're using that to fund it, right? Like it's, it's, it is right. essentially a business and there's two ways, like there's two sides to it. Question. Could, could more money coming in from brand deals, do you think that could make your, your actual music better in terms of like what you can, what you have access to? Yeah. I mean, it, it could, I mean, there's definitely like, I'm, I'm equipment. I need, I've been needing to upgrade for like a decade. So like, that's kind of clutch. Um, but obviously like equipment is, you know, it's creativity trumps, like, obviously, apparently I can get by just fine with what I have. Um, although certain things are literally just breaking, like this mic stand is, is broken. I, but yeah, but, um, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of like making like cool ass videos or visuals or like even I have ideas for like, I like programming and, um, I, I like make like I have ideas for like, audio programming stuff like technology kind of things that i would love to see if i could go in that direction too so yeah there's a lot of stuff it would enable you know i think you need to do the brand deals but you can't do every one you just got to take the right ones and you need to just go you, you as long as you're okay with putting things out there that you're not at 100 percent with you know because you know that it's for the greater good uh then you should do that i think you know that sir um, because yeah, yeah, you definitely deserve a new mic stand, but also like, didn't you just sign a record deal or something? Like I set this up through your people who work at a record label who I hope paid you. Hello. I know you're on the line. Um, like, <laughs> why aren't they sending you a microphone stand? <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that, I, I, they don't even know my mic stands broken. I guess I should just tell them. Um, uh, no, I mean, yeah, but they're, they're phenomenal, but like they signed me when I had 400 Instagram followers and no TikTok followers. So they, so we, which is dope in a way because they placed a bet on me. They won. I feel like I'm now finally pulling my weight on this yeah. label. And also like, wow, That's I know that they I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. And they got with me because they believed in what I was doing. They believed in the art. Whereas I feel like if I was looking for a deal now, they would just be believing in the numbers. So like that's super clutch. Like I feel like these people get me. You definitely have a, you know, a a new mic stand, but uh, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, because they would, dude, yeah. I trust me. Every deal that I've ever seen come from TikTok in the last year has been done like that. You know, it's been only done once. Somewhat like success has somewhat been found. Like even right. going back to like Lil Nas X, you know, and a bunch of there was a whole crop of internet YouTubers making covers like Carmen who got signed like, you know, eight years ago, nine years ago. And they, most of them got signed peak. It's very cool that they really believed in you from the very beginning. So they're here for the long run. That is yeah, super dope. Oh yeah. This has been a great conversation. I really appreciate my time with you. Lubalin. What is your real name? Do you share uh, I'd ra rather not share it for now. Yeah. So, like, are you one person though? Like, is the person I'm talking to or have talked to the same person as whoever's on your Canadian ID? Uh, yeah. Well, Wait, some people are like, this is the artist side of me, which is different than oh, god, you know, the other part of me. Do you get what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Like, I well, uh, I think I think this conversation is me. I think some of the art is like maybe a, a character. Lublin. 
but if we're vibing, we're yeah. If in the art, like maybe sometimes it's it's Lubulin and it's like this whole it's this different persona that I invented, sorta. Um, but when we're just chilling and vibing like this, like I think this is me. I don't know. I also really want you to like me, so I'm like, you know, there's always a layer, but yeah, yeah, it's well, me. I liked you before you uh <laughs> you, you joined the Zoom, but uh this is just grown my appreciation and respect and i think you're gonna have a really long career and you're gonna make a lot of really cool music and i'm really pumped to listen to it and uh yeah i'm gonna we're gonna we're gonna play long text on the radio and uh that's sick we'll let you know what response we get and uh yeah when when you come out with new internet dramas we'll play those too on the radio because i like that they're on spotify i really do enjoy that i I, that's awesome I enjoy that they exist there. So when I listen to everything you do, they do show up on the playlist that plays. That was like a debate too. We were, I wasn't sure if we should do that because they like, don't to me, they don't really make sense without the visual. But I think I realized like people just want to hear it again. They don't, they don't care. Dude. And the production's really good. So it sounds like a real song. Like it just sounds real and it's uh it evokes emotion and it's real. Yeah. It's well done. Amazing, man. Well, thank you so much. Thanks for the kind words. Thanks for this opportunity. This is crazy. I really appreciate it. Dude. And I hope we could do it again soon. Yeah, please. Anytime, all the time. Uh, final thoughts, Daniel? Do you have any? I think we covered it all. Yeah. You are a gem of Canada. I mean, Justin Trudeau is lucky to have you. Uh, <laughs> Virgin and Kiss should be playing your out the Um, They should really, CanCon should be milking you and pimping you out. We're on the radio there too. We're on, uh, we're on all the kiss stations from coast to coast. So from Toronto, okay. all, from Toronto to Vancouver to Grand Prairie, Alberta to, and we're on every night in Montreal and Ottawa. Um, where are you? I'm in Montreal and okay, I'm originally cool. from Ottawa. So yeah, that's kind of oh, sick. We're on Energy 106 every night in Montreal. Perfect. Yeah. I don't know. You don't live your, you leave your house. That's like. The radio's in the car. It's like yeah, I don't, I don't listen to uh, to yeah. radio, but I, but yeah, you're cool. You're, love you're, TikTok, you're a TikTok YouTube guy. What is the radio? I'm living in the future. Yeah, you're ahead of us all, dude. You're ahead <laughs> of us all. The first of many conversations, Lublin. Thanks for hanging out, dude. I'm, I'm love it. Thanks for having me. Hey, beautiful human. Thank you so much for listening to our conversation with Lublin. Who should we talk to next? Let us know at Zach Sang Show or at Zach Sang on any form of social media. Uh, appreciate you giving us your time and energy. Until next time, peace and love. Talk soon.